Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in and welcome back to the talking the line podcast business as usual oh and i get to say it again on this beautiful friday of bets we are back in action ladies and gentlemen i cannot wait to talk nothing but college football with you guys and my partner for the next hour to hour and a half maybe a little shorter who knows either way you can see my excitement you can see my energy so please before we go anywhere take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the talking the line podcast on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over yonder as well that way you never miss the start of any live show or additional ttl content dropping as we do have wise words coming out next wednesday september the 8th tell you guys about that at the end of the show but if you are listening to the audio version on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that bad boy there as well if you haven't already because we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket if you could find it in your hearts you can be so kind you got a couple extra seconds hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump in the live chat if you are watching live we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last but certainly not least head back on over to this episode's description where you will find the talking the line link tree within that link tree you'll locate all of the ttl crew's social platforms our additional content and the pristine talkingtheline.com website so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show. Cap and Colts back in action. I am your humble host, Colton Colt45 Soroka, and I am not even going to delay, let any more wind out of my body without bringing in my partner. I am so juiced, and I know he is too. We are ready to run to the pay window, folks. So please help me welcome in. The man, the myth, and especially the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, you don't even have to ask me. A, it's Friday. B, it's another day of football. We had a Woo-hoo! gorgeous night last week of football. It doesn't get any better than this. It really oh. doesn't. I mean, I guess a full weekend of college and NFL, but 
We're staying in the present. We've got a full weekend at college football, and I cannot wait for this evening, let alone tomorrow slate, my man. Hey, Let's well, cheers it up on well, this Well, cheers to man. that. I, as I almost spilled almost my glass spilled water, of water. But no problem. If you're out there sipping your Joe this morning, this afternoon, this evening, keep you awake for the late hours of college football. Cheers to you as well. Most definitely. Ooh, that black elixir is just flowing beautifully this morning, and this show is about to be flowing beautifully yes. this morning. What do we got on tap, my friends? Well, I am so glad you asked because I am just the guy to tell you. I know you saw it. College football special edition. Now, we kind of kicked it around a little bit on yesterday's show. We going Colts picks, R-Mags picks. Are we going to go a special play? Maybe bring in our favorite cubicle objects, the money line dice. Well, you're going to have to wait and see everything we're going to be yeah. doing. But... What I will tell you is that instead of doing uh, our mags picks and my picks and trying to jam everything all in there together, there is over 70 remaining games throughout the rest of this weekend. Right. So we have a lot to discuss. So in the essence of time and to provide the most value possible, what we're going to do, we're just going to open up them books and we are going to go game by game, spread by spread, total by total. Maybe we won't have a play on it. Maybe we'll say, hey, we're passing on this one. You guys should too. Maybe only one of us will have a play on it. Either or, what I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is I come prepared. You can see what I got going on. I got pages and pages of handwritten notes, stuff in the laptop itself. I'm not fucking around anymore. No, sir. MLB dragged me through the dirt. Nice 50-50 season is where I would leave it, and I'm leaving it in the past. As far as I'm concerned, MLB's dead, and college is here. College football's here. NFL football's here. And I'm ready to cast some fucking tickets. I can't wait, dude. I mean, last night was awesome. We, uh, you know, we had an okay night, had a bad beat, but it's back. It's, it's back. back. It's, it's the back. only thing that matters. And I said this to you this morning. Um, I'm not even upset about that Boise State UCF bad beat, not even on the over and not even on the minus five and a half. And I'll tell you why. Because I know I was on the right side. And I know that I am so happy to finally see a bad beat that makes sense. Right. Not my team being up four to nothing in the seventh inning, and because of three errors and a bloop single and a fucking grand slam, we go down by twelve runs right. all of a sudden. Right. That all being said. <laughs> that all being said. I am so excited to get into this today. So Let's get right after it, my friends. No hesitation, no delay. We got a lot to get into. So first things first, let's get it up on the screen so you know what we're doing. College football week one picks, baby. Let's go. Uh, yeah, across the board yesterday, I did a little extra juice, so it caused me to go 4-4-1. Four, four, mm -hmm. uh, but I would have gone 4-3-1 if I didn't. But uh, didn't go any negative units, so nothing crazy. A little yep. break-even day. Right around the same. First game, nothing crazy. Or first day, rather. Now... Let's get right into it. Let's we got a uh, full weekend on tap here, my friend. So what I'll do is I'll just uh, get into one of the apps here and I'll just kind of go game by game and we'll say what we're feeling, what we're doing. Game and down let's the get right after it. So, hey, Strap I haven't in. got to say this in a long, long time. Pull out your favorite sports books. Open up your ears wide and get ready to receive nothing but stone cold locks through your ear holes. You come to the Talk in the Line podcast for those exact stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew. So without further ado, let's get into today's best bets of the day, baby. And for the weekend, fuck, it feels good to be wait. back. Oh, man. All right. And it's only five o'clock start. Like last night, we got it was supposed to be six p.m. and then that game got delayed. So then we're sitting around waiting for another around, 30, 50 yeah. minutes. So five o'clock, getting right into hey, it, baby. Showtime. So speaking of that five o'clock game, let's get into it, kids. 
First things first, we got UNC Tar Heels going up the Virginia Tech Hokies. Partner, I'll let you get things started here, my friend. You got any plays coming out of this game? My man, I am on UNC today. The only thing that really scares me is that we were talking about at these five and a halfs. Uh, I'm a little concerned about it, although it was only one last night. And like you said, it was a bad beat. We should have been on the right side. So UNC minus five and a half. I really like this uh, tonight. They beat Virginia Tech 56-45 last year, and I think... With the extra experience, bringing a lot of these guys back, especially Sam Howell, quarterback, he is going to be a Heisman candidate. Uh, if he, I think he's going to improve on last year, so he's going to be right in that conversation. Bigger thing here is that Virginia Tech lost Hendon Hooker and Khalil Herbert, and mm. I am a little concerned mm -hmm. about their quarterback mm -hmm. play again today. I Bear could down. see, I could, there you go, I could see uh, UNC putting up north of 40 once again, but I am really concerned about this Virginia Tech offense, not only tonight, but for the entire season. I think it's going to be real inconsistent, and uh, I think we could see kind of a microcosm of what we're going to see from Virginia Tech throughout the entire here entire year here tonight i would have to agree with you 150 percent. just about echo every statement yeah. you said um i too am on unc minus five and a half i like that uh, i got it at six and a half too but uh, bought back in at five and a half mm -hmm. i like that a little bit better i'm still comfortable with them at the seven sure. if it does tick up but uh one final thing i would say about that in my mind it is mac brown versus justin fuente yep. and uh i would definitely put the favor in uh, mac brown's hand being that and then not to mention, you said it, with the offense and the defense, the key losses mm -hmm. for the Hokies. Yeah, 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 UNC lost some guys too, but they keep their quarterback, Sam Howell, mm -hmm. and I think this is going to be a runaway for UNC. Yeah, one thing I will add is that uh, Blacksburg, uh, Blacksburg, Virginia is a hell of a home field advantage, but I don't think it's going to matter too much tonight. All right, so let's keep it moving right along. Keep it nice and tight. Second game of the evening, 6 o'clock kick. You got the Duke Blue Devils against the Charlotte. Oh, oh I can't remember what I the hell they are. Either. 49ers. Ah, there you go. Okay. They're the 49ers. Um, myself, personally, I am going to be taking the Charlotte 49ers plus six and a half. Uh, a couple key reasons as to why I'm taking that. Now, you might think I'm crazy. You might have already looked at this, and you saw that Duke absolutely beat the pants off of Charlotte last year. I wouldn't disagree with any of that at all but what i will tell you is that was the one ats game that duke had in their last five games and not to mention it was at 10 and a half points they were 10 and a half point favorite now they're down to six and a half point favorites duke opened last season against notre dame and boston college obviously notre dame being a pretty doggone good defense not the greatest but pretty damn good last year and boston college was lackluster they only put up a combined 19 points in that game and you look at charlotte who opened up against app state and fs or fau two top-notch defenses in the fbs they put up a combined 37 points on those two teams not to mention duke is three nine and one ats in their last 13 games as a favorite and two and four ats in their last six games on the road i think this is going to be a shootout i would put it closer to a field goal game i do not think duke runs away with this at all i think it's very sloppy very offensive matchup as for you partner where are you lying with the Duke and Charlotte game? My man, I believe this is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one we are opposing on for the entire day. I could be is wrong this, on that. Is this a fucking TTL showdown? It might be a showdown. We might have to make it official. I, as you mentioned, this should be a sloppy one, but I'm kind of buying into that, uh, partially at least buying into that 53-19 to 19 drubbing last year. I mean, the narrative was pretty similar. Duke is one of the worst Power 5 teams in the nation. Their defense is brutal. Their offense is brutal, but... 
They still hung a quick 53 on them last year and held them to 19 points. Two running backs ran for over 100 yards, and they return all their top receivers. And I have, and like you said, I mean, I know you uh, you think Duke is probably going to score some points here. Um, so, so I have no indication that Charlotte's defense is going to be any better. And I do think that offense should be better. Their quarterback, I'm actually uh, blanking on his name at the present moment, but he is uh, a little bit healthier. So that's my biggest concern here uh, for um, as Charlotte's quarterback. That's my biggest concern that he's a lot healthier for my pick here. But I think the size and athleticism difference is going to speak dividends in this one. Because Charlotte, I mean, Charlotte... They are a smaller school, but it's not like they are a uh, you know a contender within their own conference, USA conference. So, I am on the Duke Blue Devils minus six and a half. It is at Charlotte, but uh, both these teams, Duke is also a North Carolina team. So, I uh, not too sure what type of home field advantage the old 49ers are going to have, but uh, I think Duke is going to. Hey, keep fluffing it up as up. much as you want, man. <laughs> keep fluffing it up. That's all good. And going back to those quarterbacks real quick before we move right along. That is very big in my book as well. Uh, Charlotte does have the much more experienced quarterback in Chris Reynolds and Chase Bryce actually played last night in Appalachian State. He's no longer the Duke quarterback. Mm -hmm. So very, very unproven offense in Duke. And I think that this is just back and forth, back and forth. I'm not worried about the Duke defense at all. So there's our two picks uh, so far. Let's keep it moving right along. The third game of the evening, my friend. We have, uh, let me make sure this is, uh, I am saying this right. Yeah, it is the third game of the evening. So we have the South Dakota Coyotes versus the Kansas Jayhawks. Partner, are you uh, taking any plays out of this game or where are you lying? I'm staying away from this one. Maybe you can talk me into it because I do believe you have something on this one. But uh, yeah, I'm staying away from this one altogether here so far. I like this one a lot. Um, My play here is going to be. The South Dakota Coyotes plus 13 and a half. Okay. Now, just some couple key reasons. Kansas is really, 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 really bad. They are. And South Dakota puts up a fight from time to time okay. against some of their divisional opponents, uh, SDSU, NDSU, much bigger schools than them, and they put up a fight and a half. Sure. I think they do the same exact thing against Kansas. I know it's a Big 12 school. I know you may be thinking I'm crazy. But hashtag Operation Fade Kansas until the foreseeable future is in full effect, ladies and gentlemen. Not to mention, South Dakota, 4-1 ATS in their last five week one games and and 5-2 ATS in their last seven overall. They are going to be a cover machine again this year, Mm -hmm. and I am going to back them against the Jayhawks. I wouldn't put the Jayhawks more than a touchdown over this. They are going to struggle offensively, and I think this ends up being kind of more of a defensive game rather than what we just talked about before. Yeah, and by all accounts, Kansas is going to be the worst Power 5 conference team by far. doesn't matter that they're Big 12. I uh, Yeah, I'm still probably going to stay away from this one. Not sure what the size athleticism, athleticism difference is going to be. So I like the pick from you, but I'm going to stay away still. Yeah, that one's more of a half-unit play for me, um, but I do really, really like South Dakota. Sure. Uh, another one here. Actually, let me make sure that's the uh, next one up on the list before I tell you guys. Actually, no, let's uh, make a pit stop. We got Michigan State versus Northwestern. Tonight mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Northwestern comes in as the three-point favorites, and I ain't buying it. Even though I saw Evan Fox already on Twitter hammering in his Michigan State Spartans. Hashtag fade Foxy. I really hope that that's not a curse. Yeah, he's a Michigan year. State guy. I don't but buy he's a Michigan that State one. guy. Uh, I will definitely back Michigan State plus a three, and then uh, also a half-unit sprinkle on the money line. I think Michigan State has a lot of success here today. One of their two wins in 2020 was against Northwestern, so I think they have no problem doing that once again. And outside of that, nothing crazy. Uh, I just think 
that Michigan State is a much more dominant team than what we're going to see from Northwestern. Yeah, and that might be a surprise from people. I, I am also on Michigan State plus three. That might be a surprise to a lot of people who watched Northwestern last year, but Northwestern in a year where... 90% of these schools in the country are returning record amount of players. Northwestern ain't one of them. Uh, they've lost a lot of key players. And in the Fitzgerald era, I love Pat Fitzgerald. If he can get this uh, team playing well, it's going to be the best job he's ever done. Because in his uh, in, the, in this Fitzgerald era, anytime there's turnover like this, Northwestern is bad, bad. Like three wins or less. And I think Michigan State's going to be much improved uh, this uh, 2021 season. So I'm on plus three as well, partner. Absolutely. That improvement is what does it for me as well. Alright, next game up on tap. I told you, we're cooking here, boys and girls. Cooking. We are rocking and rolling. Next game up on tap, we got the San Diego State Jacks. Go big, go blue, go Jacks, South baby. Dakota State. South Dakota State. I'm sorry, <laughs> I said San Diego State. South Dakota State. And then Colorado State Rams. This one's a little bit of a lean for me. Um, obviously, you just heard me. I'm a huge Jacks fan. Yep. I uh, I just I really enjoy their team. I love what they do down there. Um, but that all being said, I'm going to take them at uh, plus a three or plus two and a half where okay. you're ever finding them on your books. I believe that this is going to be a pretty damn close shootout. I backed Cal- Colorado State a lot last year in some big spreads, big situations, and they actually opened up as three-point dogs. So this thing is completely flipped. That really, really, really worries me because I think the entire public saw that and hammered them. I got burned a lot with Colorado State last year with their defense just making a lot of bonehead plays, and I don't feel like doing that again this year. So half unit sprinkle. I'm not sure what we see from the Jacks, but I think this is going to be a damn, damn close shootout, and the Jacks might even pull off the upset here. Uh, Outside of that, nothing really else I'm – targeting too much there but i would definitely say jacks plus two and a half okay i am uh so far i have not hammered anything in on this one i am leaning towards the jacks but i haven't hammered it in yet i might find myself taking that plus three or even the money line i i was looking at something i believe south dakota state what might be one of if not the favorite to win the fcs title this year and typically when those teams that are at the top of the fcs they do some damage earlier on in the season against some of these fbs teams that uh really aren't uh anything to write home about themselves and i think that's what we have here so i might talk myself into that south dakota state all right well hey maybe we uh, got you talked into south dak and south dak state either way let's keep it moving and grooving here my friends uh we got a couple more games on tap tonight old dominion at wake force you got to play out of that partner no sir me either uh st francis pa versus emu any play not a clue on that one not me either i'm gonna stay far away uh you got NOCO, University of Northern Colorado versus the Colorado Beefaloes. I do not have a play, but as we saw last night, I do believe North Colorado is a big sky team. And last night, the big sky went 5-0 and ATS, friends. There was a few big spreads like this, too. Uh, I might have to dive into this one a little bit to see if there's actually a legitimate play here because uh, it's an FCS conference, the big sky, so... Mm-hmm. Maybe a little undervalued coming into these FBS uh, matchups here. I just got written down on the paper, there pal. You go. We're going to have to take a little look Plus at that. Plus 38. I mean, on. hell, man. Yeah. There, was, there was some big, big spreads like that that the teams didn't cover like that. And so. the big sky went three and two straight there up yesterday there with those big ass spreads. Exactly. So something to think about there. But let's keep it moving. Uh, UL Monroe versus Kentucky. Any play there for you, partner? Is this one tonight or are we getting into the Saturday? Uh, I'm sorry. This one is not tonight. Uh, let me just make sure we covered everything. Yeah, that's everything for Friday's slate. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, yep. six, seven, eight. Yep, that's everything. All okay. Right, moving into Saturday. So we will move into Saturday just a second. Um, just in case you guys missed anything. First game, uh, both me and Mags are on UNC minus five and a half. 
depending on who you like better, what uh, analysis, whatever you think in there in the TTL showdown second game, I got Charlotte plus six and a half. Mags has Duke minus six and a half. The next game uh, we got on tap, Mags might be talked into it, but I'm definitely, I've already hammered it in. Mm -hmm. I got South Dakota plus 13 and a half. We can't bet it because we are in Illinois, but we do like Michigan State plus three and a half and Michigan State money line. And then we do uh, also, I like South Dakota State plus two and a half. My partner might be leaning over with me as well. And then per us, something to think about tonight as well. Five and O ATS out of the big sky last night. Noco coming in as 38 point dog. So something to think about there but take a look at least take a look take a look maybe we add it in you see us added into our uh, action apps follow me at cash underscore with underscore colt follow riley at our mags in all caps and then once we get back to the full regular show you can see all of the best bets of the day at talking the line or if you don't have the action network app just go up to that browser over yonder and hit talking the and then all of a sudden you'll see this beautiful page filled with all types of additional content and at today's Best Bets tab. And you can see all of our best bets for the entire weekend right there. Let's keep it moving right along into Saturday. First game of the day now, partner. Any play out of the ULM and Kentucky game? No, sir. I uh, I need to look a little more into Kentucky, but a lot of these big spreads where it's 30 points and some of these matchups, I'm mostly staying away. So then this I, one is included in that. I don't really buy Kentucky being that good either. I, I also sure. have to kind of take a look, but I, I don't really buy that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Colgate versus Boston College, my friend. Any play out of that game? Uh, so I, I do not have a play on that. What's the spread on that? I'm not seeing that on my uh, you know uh, website that I'm looking at here. Yeah, I also don't see it, so maybe that maybe, might have uh, been canceled or something might have been okay. Boston College, obviously, on the East Coast, right. so maybe something going uh, on possible, there. Sure. I don't know. So yeah, not sure. no play there. Uh, I know we both have a play. Well, actually, I have a play out of this. I'm not sure if you've locked it in yet, but Penn State mm. versus Wisconsin. Have you locked in a play I'm yet? I'm not locked away, away, but I'm, uh, I'm leaning one way, so go ahead. All right. So uh, the way he's leaning is actually the way I've already locked in. Um, He's a little tentative because he loves Penn State, but I've already (laughs) locked in the Badgers. Well, more of their coaching staff. (laughs) There you go. Um, I have locked in the Badgers minus five and a half. One of the key reasons for me in this is how they started last season. They came out so hot. They looked so good. They're returning most of their starters. And... Then they got ravaged by COVID. Sure did. It's not like they just ended up sucking and were terrible. Those numbers are fraudulent. I'm not buying into that, and I'm sure as shit not buying into Penn State rattling all all of a sudden coming out hot after what we saw last year. I'm just not. I think Wisconsin comes out plenty fine. I think they get this done by no less than a touchdown. I could see it being 10 points, and I could very, very well see Penn State spinning the wheels at the end of the game. I'm going to lock in Wisconsin minus five and a half very, very comfortably. I don't have any issues with it. For sure. I uh, Yeah, I like what you said. Uh, defensively, no matter what, this Wisconsin team is going to be damn good. Yes, I think sir. they're number 12 team in the country right now. I think they're going to be right around that top 10 all season long, if not higher. Penn State, really, this five and a half is, uh, again, this is the one that really scares me. I could see it being a little closer than that because, as I mentioned, I you know Penn State struggled last year, no question about it. I don't really see that happening two years in a row. Having said that, I do still think that Wisconsin is the better team, so that's why I'm leaning towards minus five and a half. If it was minus three Wisconsin, I would absolutely already have hammered it in. So I'm a little worried that it's going to be a field goal type game, but I think I'm going to be leaning towards Wisconsin, maybe put a half unit on that because I will most definitely be watching this one at 11 a.m. tomorrow. 
I think it ends a little uh, 41-21. Okay. And they don't even okay. need the minus five okay. and a half. And I think Wisconsin gets it done rather handily. Sure. I, I think you mentioned their defense. And I think their defense okay. coming out hot once again. And then I think this offense picks up where they left off in week one. Yeah, Not Graham, what we saw towards the end. <laughs> right. Graham Mertz was fantastic for a few weeks. Dog. And then as you mentioned, Dog. COVID. So my biggest thing is that I just want to see him. I just I need to prove a game from him, honestly, is what I'm looking for here. Well, I'm not. Uh, You're all over. I'm it. I got too you. worried about yeah. it. And I'm all over, baby. What's uh, my man G Taps got to say? We're gonna ignore the L everyone had over the ASU game last night. Over under set at 55 and a half. ASU has the ball at the one yard line. Seconds to go. Oh, we got big stuff going on. Seconds to go up. Takes knee to end the game. Also, two missed pats. Missed the over by one. Oh wow. Oh shit, George Tapling. If you are uh, if you are watching live, you might be watching live. I don't know if you are. If you are, hey, appreciate you, my friend. Um, I'll message back to that here in just a second. But yeah, I that one too on top of the Boise State game. I mean, yeah. if at Boise State UCF, if he puts in that two point conversion and we just fucking run across the first down marker for crying out loud, I mean, dude, he, he puts out his pinky. He's got a pinky toe. He's got a first down. But. Right. Neither here nor there. I think we're, <laughs> we're not gonna, upset about bad beats. Not, not not upset at all. I think we're going to have to uh, discuss that a little bit, though. How about that shit? All right. So let's keep moving right along, my friend. I know you don't have a play out of this one, so I'll stick with it as well. But Let's you get. are leaning a particular way, Western Michigan versus ah, okay. Michigan. Now, I'm all over it because I don't buy the Jim Harbaugh bullshit. I don't want a piece of Michigan. And if Tony Sparks, at any point in time you're listening to me, my friend, do you see this clip? I apologize. I still respect you as a man, but F your damn wolf Wolverines. I, you as I F your Wolverines. I don't give a shit. I am taking all of Western Michigan plus 17 and a half, plus 16 and a half at some books, plus 17, wherever you see it. I put this a lot closer to maybe eight, 10 point game. Okay. I think Western Michigan's going to give Michigan everything that they can handle. This is their Super Bowl. We saw what happened in critical situations with Michigan last year when they played subpar talent. They just didn't show up. Sure. And I think it's going to happen again here in 2021. So. Yeah. Give me all of the Bronx at plus 17. I mean, the biggest reason that I would even be leaning towards Western Michigan is just the fact that you have to imagine that the books are trying to set some type of line that's going to trap people into taking Michigan because they think Michigan should just stomp all over an in-state uh, inferior, at least size-wise, inferior school. So that's really the biggest reason why I'm even leaning that way. Um, so I think I will probably hammer that in. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't quite know what we're going to see from Michigan yet. That's why I haven't hammered it in. But I, I do like it. Right. And wouldn't you think... Oh, that kind of matchup, you'd put that closer to maybe a 27, 28-point spread. Yeah, come on. That, that's a little lackluster point sure. there. So it's just a little bit too less for sure. me, and I even project it closer to a 10-point game. Sure. Not to mention Wolverines, 0-5 ATS, last five games overall. 0-5, last five on turf, their home stadium. 0-4 in their last five home games, ATS. And last but certainly not least, 1-5, 1-5 overall. ATS in their last six non-conference games. Mm. Give me all of the Western okay. Michigan Bronx okay. plus 17. I'm going to write it down. I all think right. I like it. He's writing it down. Look at him go. Okay, so part of this next one up here, I know you were thinking about leaning away. I was actually leaning the opposite way, but they did move locations mm -hmm. of this game, so now I'm staying away. You can tell we're always on the same page. We know what bet. bets we're talking about. Tulane Green Wave, Oklahoma, Sooners. Booma, Sooner. Booma. 
What are you uh, feeling here? I am feeling Oklahoma minus 31 and a half. I know that's a big spread. This is, I think, might be the only huge spread so far that I am on. I, from all accounts, it sounds like Oklahoma's defense is going to be the best defense that they've had, uh, you know, in this current Lincoln-Riley era. So that's part of what I'm thinking, and that offense is going to be as good, if not better, than it's been the last few years. They won four games by at least 34 last year. That includes number seven, Florida. I think they beat Oklahoma State by 28, so... They can hang a 30-point win on Big 12 opponents, let alone an inferior opponent like Tulane. I think they hang 60 on them tomorrow, and I think Tulane's going to be lucky to crack 20. Tulane had a bad loss last year. I think they gave up like 54 to UCF, and uh, you know UCF's got a high-powered offense, but you go up a league against Oklahoma, I really do think Oklahoma's going to hang uh, 60 on them like that, and uh, Tulane's not going to be able to score like they did against UCF. I think it was like 51-34, and obviously... Like I said, with Oklahoma's defense being as improved as they are, I think they lock them down and they cover this one by at least 35, in my opinion, over here. I would have to agree with you. Uh, trying to host a show and tweet yeah. at the same time is not the greatest thing that I've ever uh, tried right. to do in my life. But and, and and moving it over to Oklahoma definitely pushed me over the edge like that as well. Yeah, I would uh, I would definitely agree with you as well. So keeping it moving right along, my friend. I do not. Uh, I think Oklahoma gets it done, but. I'm going to be a little tentative sure. right now. I haven't necessarily locked it in yet, but we'll see. Uh, Holy Cross at UConn. Mm. Any play for you there? What's the spread on that one? I uh, do not see a spread live. Okay. Yeah, I don't open, have a play so on that one. That one also, being on the East Coast, might potentially have gotten canceled. Who knows? Okay. Who yeah, knows? I, I got nothing. I know there were so many like floods Flood. and all. Oh, like like the really Yankees bad. minor league ballpark, like completely That's underwater. That's what that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah that absolutely was bad. insane. That was bad. So then you got... Uh, I don't think Fordham Nebraska is a game. We'll skip that. I wouldn't have a play in that either way. Uh, play game. I actually do have a play in, and that I think is going to be really interesting. I think the public has taken the wrong side. Army versus Georgia State. Mm. Partner, before I tell my opinion, you got a play out of this one? No, sir. This one's all uh, you. Uh, this one I actually really, 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 really love. I can't tell you guys enough. I love Georgia State minus two and a half. Georgia okay. State impressed the hell out of me last year and there was a few times that i tried to fade them and oh yeah they're not gonna cover that sure. seven or the three or the whatever and this is a fun belt team that you need to watch the hell out for uh-huh in my opinion it's going to be the shants coastal carolina it's going to be yosef app state and it's going to be georgia state and the panthers final three for the sunbelt title somehow it's either going to be app state or georgia state one of those why I think the minus two and a half is so damn valuable is I don't think that Army RPO bullshit's going to work okay. against Georgia State's defense. I just do not think it's going to work at all. And Georgia State has a dominant running game. And when they want to slang the rock around the field, they can do that exact thing too. So I made a ton of money on the Panthers last year. They are very profitable ATS. I hope I'm not biting my words here coming soon, but I'm I'm playing the trends that I saw last year, and I just don't trust Army enough with that RPO to be able to put up enough points on them. Yeah, I love what you said there. I am I think I'm going to be siding over with you because Army was good last year. There's no question about it. So putting them as the dogs in this matchup has me thinking that's a, that's a little trappy, and you know people are going to be rushing to some plus money uh, money line for this Army team or taking a couple points with them. So I think Georgia State might be the play on this one. I might be a little safe and go money line because yeah. uh, I could see it being close, but. Sure. Uh, I'm sure there's some value on that money line. I'm going to have to look at that one. There very well might be. But you know my play, Georgia State minus two and a half. All right. Actually, uh, I have two plays out of this game. This was actually supposed to be played yesterday. Yep. Temple and Rutgers now gets moved to noon on Saturday. 
The spread is still at 14 and a half. Rutgers minus 14 and a half favorite. Did you end up sliding over anywhere, partner? You still no, kind of staying away? I'm staying away from this one, guy. Okay. Uh, well, I got to still ride with mine, uh, even though I, I think I might even like it a little bit more, especially okay. with them kind of pushing this back to okay. Saturday now. I'm taking the dog, taking Temple plus 14 and a half, especially what we saw with some 14 and a half spreads sure. so far in sure. week one. And I'm going to take the under, too. I think with all, and I'd already taken the under, but I love it that it's playing even more into this now. I think with kind of the travel deals and dealing with the hurricane and all this stuff and get juiced up to play and try and stay in that same mindset. Now your game gets moved back two days and you got to stay in a hotel. And I just think that it's going to cause some issues, especially in week one. Now that total is still at, let me see where that total's at. Um, the total was at 52 and a half when I locked it in. So let me tell you for sure. Uh, total is now at 52. So it lost okay. the hook. So it did drop down, okay. lost the hook. So I am taking Temple plus 14 and a half and under 52 and a half. I see this finishing like a little maybe 21, 17, okay. 21, 14, okay. somewhere in there. And uh real nice, easy, comfortable cover for both Temple and the under. I'm going to be, uh, yeah, I just want to see a little bit more from these teams before I hammer any bets on them. Uh, week one or even week two, we'll see. Sure, absolutely. I can definitely buy into that. I uh, just think the two touchdowns yeah. a little too That's much. That's totally fair. Rutgers is not, they might be the bottom of the Big Ten this year. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what I'm banking on there. Moving it right along, another huge one of my uh, well, one of my favorite games here. Mm-hmm. Um, actually got some fam bam that live in this state. Okay. They actually might be visiting our state this weekend. Ah. Or maybe that was last weekend. I don't remember. Maybe they're visiting my parents. I don't really know. <laughs> Maybe they'll be here. Maybe I missed them. Uh, I don't know. No, they're down south <laughs> if they are here. Either way, that all being said, I love K-State. Okay. Minus three and a half, minus three over Stanford. Uh, Kansas State returning my man, Deuce. Deuce Vaughn is about to have a 2021, boys and girls. He was primed up at the beginning of the season, spun the wheels just a little, and then took the fuck off. And there is no way. I'm going to not back him and that offense again this year. I think the defenses are pretty similarly ranked, and that's why you're going to see a lot of people siding with Stanford and the points. But I think the offense of K-State is on an entirely different level than Stanford. It might be close to the first half because – nor, or, uh, K-State might depend on their run just a little bit too sure. much. Then they'll turn on the heat, turn on the fire, and we'll get a nice 10-point, 7-point win. I'm not too worried about K-State at all. Okay, I'm excited to watch this one, but I told you earlier I'm staying away from this one. There's a lot of Pac-12 teams that uh, I've got one on my card today, but aside from that, the Pac-12 is one of the uh, of the Power 5 conferences. They are the conference that played the least amount of games, so... Not a huge sample size from last year to pick through. I do like your play. If I was going to lean, I would lean with you. I, uh, As far as the majority of these Pac-12 teams, I'm going to be staying away the first couple of weeks, though. Yeah, they're definitely uh, definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, I, and especially these I've interconference stayed, matchups, yeah. And I've too. stayed away from a lot of the Pac-12 teams. Um, just K-State, I'm just so yeah, if you like them that high, high in 2021. Yeah, I like so it. I, I got to take them. Sure. Uh, moving right along. Apologies if you hear any background noise or anything. The fuck sticks upstairs <laughs> are deciding that it's a good time to uh, bang around and anything, dick around. But, but either way, um, no problem, no harm, no foul. Let's move into the next matchup on the slate here. Are you taking anything out of the Rice versus Arkansas game? Arkansas 19.5 point favorites. No, sir, I am not. I got nothing on this one. All right. How about Lafayette and Air Force? No, sir. Got nothing out of these. Okie dokie, Artichoke. Well, we'll just fucking keep it moving then. Marshall versus Navy. Any play? No, sir. I got nothing here. Well, I do. Okay. 
I love me some thundering herd, okay. baby. Give me Marshall minus two and a half. All right. Not that I hate on our. It sounds like I'm hating on our service members. Yeah, and no shit kidding, for some dude, What the hell? I thank you so much for what you do for our country and fighting for our freedoms. Not why I'm making these plays whatsoever. Sure. But that being said, I just don't think Navy has what it's what it takes to take care of Marshall. I think it'll be a little tight at the beginning. It'll kind of go back and forth, and then Marshall will really start to flex their defensive muscles, and they'll start to flex their offensive muscles too, and then it'll be a runaway. Two and a half is way too small for sure. me. I don't care if Marshall's on the road or not. I put this at 7, 10, maybe even 14. Sure. I, I'm wondering... Uh... It would be really, really shitty of these books to do this, but I'm wondering if this is another trap. I mean, I guess Marshall might have a nice name brand as well, but I mean, Navy had a down year last year, but people still, when they see Navy, uh, they may maybe look past last year as a down year because they've had some really damn good years the last decade, especially the last five years. So I'm wondering if this is another trap and uh, people are going to be coaxed into that plus money for Navy, a team that they kind of know. And uh, it would be really fucked up of these books to do that to these uh, the, our service uh, member teams here. But uh, unfortunately, I think I'm, that's what they're I think doing. they might be doing that. So <laughs> I, I might have to take another look at that one. Yeah, Marshall uh, Marshall is just way too doggone dominant, both offensively and defensively, to be only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't buy it. I am taking all of that all day long. Next game up on the slate. feel like I've been talking a shitload here, and I know you got two plays out of this game, partner. Indiana Hoosiers <laughs> and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yes. Where are you leaning? Where are you riding? Let me hear it. Big Ten homer Ooh, of baby. them all. Yeah, seriously, man. You know me. I am a Big Ten guy, and this is one of my games that I am most excited for this week. I've got two, as you mentioned. One unit play. I am going under 46 and a half. This is my, it looks like my only total that I have, I do believe, and it's my most confident, obviously. And I'm also sprinkling a half unit on Indiana Moneyline, plus 165. I caught it <laughs> yesterday. Both of these teams are honestly pretty damn similar. Both defenses are damn, damn good. Uh, both of these defenses showed out last year. They kept scores low, especially against some offenses that were not very efficient. Uh, Penix, uh, Indiana lost Penix late in the season, and their offense struggled. So if they get, they do get him back. If he is healthy, their offense should pick back up a little bit. But he, as much as I like him, he was still pretty damn inconsistent at times. And I really think this is just going to be a grindy-out game, like 2017-type stuff. And, uh, you know, I like Indiana to come out on top. I like their defense just a little bit better. They got some dogs on defense. So does Indiana – or, excuse me, so does Iowa. I think I'm going to be hammering them in in a few spots this season. But I like the under, and I like a little sprinkle on Indiana to take this one outright, partner. All right, Homer, you just talked me into the under 46.5. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to go back and forth. Defensive shootout, yeah. I'm not as high on the money line. Sure. Because it it can be a toss. Up, yeah. yeah, as I am getting the three and a half, I'll gladly take the three and a half or four wherever you're sure. seeing it with Indiana. If it ticks up to four, hammer the shit right. out of that with the Indiana Hoosiers. I think the Hoosiers, like you said, Penix goes out early in the season, yep. cause a lot of issues for him. I absolutely love their coach name. Uh, um, right off the bat, that's blanking him. Either way, why we're doing that, um, I will actually look that up. You're talking Let's, Indiana's coach, right? Yeah, yeah I'm not coach. sure. Kirk uh, Ferentz is Iowa's coach. Yeah, I'll, yeah obviously. Yeah, look, obviously. What? Well, how about that? But I'll but look hey, that Indiana's up. getting into relevancy. You know, maybe this is the year we uh, realize them as a household name and their coach is a household name. That might be because I really something. know because I was I was looking Tom, Tom Allen, Allen. Right, right, Tom, Tom Allen okay. what the hell are we doing All right Tom Allen I uh, doing a hell of a job yeah, over there I'm super high on Tom Allen so I will take Indiana plus three and a half Mags is on the money line and the under forty six and a half I think he talked me into the under forty six and a half as well a little Big Ten sweat. Hey you know me and my Big Ten unders baby if I sure got the enough. right matchup it's all systems go Sure enough Well 
for our next game here. Let me oh, yeah? get a little roll damn time, baby! It's time to bring it on home. You see it. You see the elephants on there. You see the patch on the sleeve, baby. You know what time of the year it is. <laughs> it's time to fucking roll damn tide. Now, that being said, partner, are you uh, got any plays out of this game? You hammering in uh, old Alabama as a favorite, there? You got any total plays? What are you looking? Uh, I am staying away from this one. Maybe you can talk me into it a little bit, but uh, big old spread at minus 19 and a half. I think they smoke Miami. Miami should be a lot better this year, but... It, Seems like Alabama is just going to overmatch them. I just don't know how badly they beat him. So I'm interested to hear what you've got in this one, if anything. Now, after all those antics I just pulled. <laughs> too big of a spread for you? I will not be hammering okay. in Alabama. And much like I play my Cubbies, like I play my Bears, like I play my Bulls, I ain't betting against them. Okay. I'm not going to bet against my elephants. I ain't doing well, it. But I don't like Alabama. Sorry, you. go ahead. I do have a play out of this game, though. Oh, okay. And I think it's very, 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 very extremely valuable. Now, I do think potentially Miami could keep this close and get the cover, but I, okay. I'm not, I'm not backing it. All right. But I do like the over 61. Okay. Uh, the over, I believe it is. Uh, I locked that in. Let me make sure I'm telling you. Yeah, over 61 and a half. Let me see if it's ticked at all here. So I tell you guys right too. Um, no, it looks like it stayed solid at 61 and a half. I absolutely love that right now. It's only getting 49% of the bets with 81% of actual money wagered. I love the over. I think this game finishes closer to 75, 80 points. I think this is going to be back. I think that a lot of people are way too low on Derek King. Okay. I think he's going to be damn good. Dealt with some injuries at the end of the year last year. He's going to be solid. And then, oh, no, Alabama's quarterback has never played a down of college football (laughs) before. I don't give a shit. I don't know if people are saying that. Maybe Oh, there's all types of people saying that shit. And I don't give a damn. (laughs) Saban's going to put up 50, no problem, regardless. Billy O'Stooge is going to have the boys rocking and rolling. I think Alabama gets it done. I also could see Miami getting the cover, but... I definitely see this game going over 61 and a half points. Yeah, I, I like what you're saying here. I mean, you said you're not betting against Alabama because it's one of your favorite teams. I'm not <laughs> betting against Alabama because it's fucking Alabama and you don't win a lot of money betting True. against Alabama here. And, uh, you know, maybe it's a 14-point game, but I, I really don't know. I don't think so here. I don't think so either, but my best bet, over 61 and a half. They actually have it rated on Odd Shark right now. Tell you guys, 56 and a half to 23.9. Alabama gets the Uh, dub. Last time I checked, that is 89 points. Yeah, I can picture it. They're just going to run all over, man. 28 more points than we fucking need. Four more touchdowns than we need. Lock it in. All right, moving right along. You got any play out of the old Miami? versus Cincinnati game. Miami, Ohio? No, I don't. Uh, it did seem like, if I was not mistaken, I saw yesterday there is a shitload of money and public bets on Cincinnati, but I am staying away from that one. Cincinnati is going to be a damn good team this year. They might even uh, be a party crasher come January, but as far as this 22 and a half, I'm staying away. Yeah, I definitely am going to stay away as well, um, but... Much like you, I think Cincinnati can definitely make some waves this year. I'm high on the old cats. Moving right along. Louisiana Tech, Mississippi State. Mississippi State, minus 23-point favorites. Any play for you there? No, sir. Uh, Louisiana Tech has had some damn good squads the last few years, so I might have to take another look at this one with the plus 23, but uh, just don't know enough about Mississippi State quite yet, so I'm staying away from this one. 
All right, keeping it moving right along, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us. See a bunch of new people hopping on in the live stream here. Thanks so much for popping in and getting some best bets, getting ready to cast some fucking tickets. Moving right along. <laughs> Montana State versus Wyoming, the former home of potential MVP, Josh mm. Allen. Any play from you out of this game? No, sir, I got nothing out of this one. Nothing for me either. Uh, UMass and Pitt. Pitt coming in as a 38-point mm. favorite. Anything for you there? No, sir. Don't know. I uh, didn't look too much on this one. I'm going to skip that one as well. Then we got one I am very, very intrigued by. Central Michigan mm. versus Mizzou. Okay. Partner, any play for you here? I got nothing. Uh, you were talking something that I like, but uh, I'll let you lay it down for him. Well, let me keep talking some more that you like and hopefully what you guys like too, huh? Central Michigan, Chippewas. Love Chippewas. me some Chippewas. <laughs> plus 14 and a half on the spread. Two touchdowns. Uh -huh. I am taking Central Michigan plus 14 and a half. Okay. Let me tell you why. First things first, we got veterans going against the youngins. Okay. And no, no, Mizzou's not the veterans. Sure. Mizzou's the youngins. And they're going to have to depend on very young talent to produce at an elite, elite, elite level in their opening game. And I just don't see it. And Central Michigan is returning a shitload of starters okay. and a shitload of veteran starters. And I think that they run ragged offensively. I don't know necessarily defensively what we see from either side. I know from time to time Mizzou can show up defensively, but I don't think that's happening okay. in this game. Locking it down for you with the fact that the Chippewas lost one game last year by more than 13 and mm -hmm. a half points, and we're getting it at 14 and a half. And last but certainly not least, actually, there's no last but certainly not least. Those were all my stats. I absolutely love the Central <laughs> Michigan Chippewas, Alrighty. my friend. I will take them with the two touchdowns. Okay, my biggest concern is I'm just concerned about the uh, size and athleticism difference that we might see in this one SEC school going against uh, – Smaller school in Central Michigan, so I think I'm gonna stay clean, stay away from me on this one. Sure, the uh, the vets and the youngins is what uh, that's fair. alleviated that's fair. that for that's me. Fair. That's kind of what alleviated that. But either way, you ain't gotta play it if you don't want to. I just like me some good two touchdown action. Alrighty. with a team that I feel people are gonna say much like you, fooey. Continuing on, next game on the slate. Shit, <laughs> my boys, the Raging Cajuns, oh. ULL versus Texas Horns. Now, I just told you they're my boys, but I don't think so in this spot. The Horns brought in Steve Sharkeesian. Mm -hmm. They obviously expect a shitload from him, and the mindset has to be 20-point win in week yeah. one. It has to be, especially against ULL. Not taking anything away from the Raging Cajuns because no. they are damn, damn, damn good and will probably be, once again, one of my favorite teams to back on their spreads this year. Sure but just not against Texas. I know Texas lost Ellinger. I know they lost a lot of their key pieces, but it's reload time there yeah. in Texas, and they're not going to bring Sarkeesian in for him to have yeah. a shit game and win by three points in Texas against the Raging Cajuns. <sighs> it's ticked up a little bit. I wouldn't play it over 10. I wouldn't play it over 9.5. I got it at 8.5, but it is up to 9.5, some books 10, so be tentative. But I'm going to lock in the Longhorns, minus 8.5, minus 9.5. I think they get the job done very convincingly with Sharkeesian. All righty, so I guess we got a, ourselves a little mini showdown here. A little Mexican standoff. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm a little less confident in this one. I, Much like you, it was too hard for me to stay away from ULL, plus the 9 points. They were obviously fantastic in 2020. They opened the season beating Iowa State 31-14, and Iowa State went on to have their best season in history. 
I, it's just a question mark for me in week one. ULL's strength was their run game. Texas on defense, their pass game was weak, but their run defense was solid. So I am concerned. I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of, you mentioned Steve Sarkeesian. I do find it hard to believe. I think they win. I'm not taking the money line. I think they win. I, I am worried that Steve Sark is going to make a want to make a huge statement in his first game in Texas. But as we've seen over the last decade or so of Texas football, just when you think they are back, they ain't exactly back. So I'm going to take the ULL plus the nine points. I'll stay away from the money line, but give me a nice little sprinkle on the, the plus nine here. We're back. Uh, yeah, see, and, we'll then see and then they weren't. Yeah, so. And then they weren't. And then they weren't. But I do believe they are now. I, I really am buying into Shark this year. I do believe he is what they need. Yeah. Next game up on tap, uh, we yeah we can bet on this one, uh, but I don't have a play. You and I versus Iowa State Cyclones. I got nothing good? on that one. What's the spread on that one? Uh, I don't see one open okay. up yet, so uh, still might not be around. Uh, we won't even waste time on sure. the Campbell Camels and Liberty Eagles. Ah. But if this was college basketball, we would be oh, talking baby. a lot about the Campbell Camels. <laughs> no I kidding. will tell you that, my friends. But <laughs> let's keep moving it right yes, along. Sir. Into. Another game I think has some serious value with a two-touchdown spread, San Jose uh-huh. State Spartans versus the UCLA, no, USC Trojans, yep. University of Southern Cal. Partner, any play for you out of this game? I stayed, I'm staying away, much like I mentioned earlier. I'm staying away from a few Pac-12 schools. I got one coming up in a minute, but uh, this is one that I'm uh, just waiting to see what we got from them. And, uh, you know, I... I'm concerned about the, again, the size and athleticism difference here. So hard to stay away from me on this one. Size and athleticism difference doesn't really uh, scare me away too okay. much here, to tell you the truth. This uh, SJSU defense is damn, damn, damn good. And they pride themselves on their hitting ability and their athletic ability. Okay. And I think this is their defensive Super Bowl. Okay. And I think they are going to do everything in their power to limit USC. There might be an explosive play here or there, but they are going to have success more often than not. And I don't think that the two touchdowns, I think that's way too much for San Jose State, especially with how we saw them open up the year. Obviously not against as great of an opponent, but I still think they have plenty of success. I'm not taking the money line, but I do think they keep this one close. So I'll take San Jose State plus 14 and a half. Moving right along. Got the old Akron Zips versus the Auburn Tigers. Mm. Any play for you there? No, sir. Another big spread that I'm staying away from. Gardner-Webb, Jasso. No, sir. All right, me either. Monmouth and Middle 10. No, sir. Can't say I know too much about those two. If it was again college basketball, yes, sir. might have a little bit yeah, of opinion, sir. but not today. Uh, can't bet it, but EIU Southern Car. Uh, no, sir. My South girlfriend Carolina. is an alumni, so if I could bet, maybe I would, but uh, no thank you. Roll birds. Uh, yeah, seriously. Oregon State at Purdue. Did you end up finding a play out of this game? No, sir. Another one with the Pac-12 team that I don't know too much about because of what we didn't see uh, too much of a sample size last year. And, uh, you know, especially another interconference matchup here. So I'm going to stay away from this one as well. I know you got something, though. Oh, I'm not staying away, ladies and gentlemen. I am taking the Oregon State Beavs plus seven and a half. And I'm also taking a little half unit sprinkle on their money line. Shout out Kelly in Vegas for getting me over to the money line. I was just going to stick with the points. And then she came out with some stone cold facts late last night that made me lock it in. But I like the Beavers plus seven and a half because I just don't buy the Purdue Boilermakers are seven point favorites over Oregon State. Purdue, obviously, Oregon State's traveling across the country to play Purdue, but I don't think that's going to be any issue here whatsoever. They were cover machines last year when it came to playing teams with a touchdown or better spread. And 
There's a little bit of magic going on in Oregon State, if you okay. know what I'm saying. Maybe you watched the March Madness tourney. Oh, okay. We got a little okay. magic going on over there in Oregon State. So About I five think, months ago, six months ago? Okay. I think that magic continues to maybe just trickle does. on maybe through the athletic program. And I'm not uh, I'm not putting a full unit on it, but I do think that they get the win here as well. So best bet of this game, I got the Beavs at plus seven and a half and also a half unit sprinkle on their money line. All right. Next game up on tap, you kind of laughed at me when I said this as well, but uh, kind of in my analysis just before, <laughs> Syracuse versus Ohio. Any play for you here? No, sir. I'll let you take this one as well. All right. Uh, I am going to take Ohio plus the point and a half. I think this is going to be a sweat and a half. I hammered this in mainly because I want one game that I am just on pins and needles okay. the whole time. Okay. I know Syracuse doesn't have the offensive firepower yeah, to bad. just absolutely fucking kill them. Ohio should be a 30-point underdog going against Cuse for crying out loud. So I think defensively they might be okay, and I think this turns into a shootout. Much like I just said about the Beavs, little bit of magic going on in the athletic program there for the Bobcats. You know, they made their nice uh, March Madness run here maybe five months ago. But hey, last time I checked, that athletic program still the same athletic program. So... Just got a little bit of magic flowing through there. I'm not saying they have a terrific 2021, but in week one, give me the cats plus one and a half. I'll let you have it. All right. I like. Uh, I think it's definitely going to be a sweat and a half. Yeah, and, Syracuse uh, is bad. No question yeah. about it. And I that's main reason. Fading the shit out of Syracuse, and I think it's going to be a, an electric sweat. It might end like 27-25 okay. and okay. you lose your fucking mind. I really think so. And Ohio gets the win. Uh, next game up on tap. Baylor Bears versus the Texas State Wildcats. Yeah, I'm staying away from this one. I am interested in Baylor Bobcats, minus. Sorry, what's up? Oh Bobcats. yeah, I'm interested in minus 14 for Baylor. I do. Yeah, I didn't look too much into this one. Honestly, I have to imagine that Baylor must be on a down year if they're only uh, laying 14 against Texas State. So I'm going to stay away from this one. I am going to stay away from that one as well. Obviously, you always like to back Baylor, but uh, with yeah, only uh, 14, mm. yeah, I'm going to stay away as well. I didn't see a spread open up. I'm, I don't know if you had either for the OK State and yeah, O State. All right, nothing there. But if this was, again, a college basketball game, I would have some serious opinions there. Uh, Abilene Christians, SMU. Nope. Anything for you? Nope. Nothing, nothing there. Uh, Nickel State, Memphis. Nope. Nothing for me either. Central Arc, Arc State. No, sir. Nothing for me no, either. Sir. But, uh, you know, the old Red Wolves. <laughs> How about Norfolk State and Toledo? The Toledo Rockets. Got nothing on that one either. Me neither. Uh, if this was, again, college basketball, yeah, give me all man. of the Rockets. This one I do have a play on. Do you, Texas Tech versus Houston? I do not. Interconference matchup, I am not sure what we expect out of this one, so I'll let you take care of this one as well. All right. I'm going to take Houston plus one and a half. I do believe this is a defensive battle type of game, and the entire public and their dogs are going to be running to Texas Tech just because of the brand name they are over Houston. There is some high expectations for Texas Tech this year, and I honestly do not buy it whatsoever. I think that Houston makes this a very dirty, grind-out, nasty type of game. They're getting 61% of actual money wagered right now. Um, they were right around the 48% mark of real bets. They've ticked up a little over 50, but that doesn't concern me. That just even further solidifies that the Sharps and some of the more high rollers educated betting public i would guess you could say are backing uh houston so a couple of guys i do respect also in the industry uh kind of got me over to houston and do a little bit of extra research on them i love houston plus the one and a half Alrighty. i think it's a dirty grind out game right. and they pull it out at okay. the end next game up 
Southern. Yeah, it's just Southern University. Totally forgot about them. Yeah, uh, versus Troy. Troy should be dominant again or have a little bit of success in the fun belt. But, uh, I'll pass on this one as well. All right. Me too. This one I know you're not passing on, and this one I know both you and I are going to be glued to the boob tube when it comes rolling around. You have DJ Ui Ungalale versus son of a bitch. I don't know who the Georgia quarterback is. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Either way, um, I have to go with Clemson. Um, I know this kind of seems like maybe a homer play, maybe like a. Oh, yeah, they're going to continue to be good and without Trevor Lawrence and without now Deshaun Watson. And, oh, now they're just going to have another great quarterback? I don't think so, Colt. Well, I think so. We saw flashes from Uyunglele last year, and I think we see some serious yeah. flashes for him. I think he is yet the next Clemson quarterback to make it to the NFL yeah. and start making some waves. Give me Clemson minus two and a half, minus three, whatever it is on your book. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm right on top of that with you as well. I like DJ to have a huge game this year and be in the Heisman conversation. On top of that, this Clemson defense appears to be like it is going to be the 2014-2018 type dominant defense that we saw win some titles and that defensive line is absolutely disgusting Are jt we gonna... daniels ah yeah 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 that's JT a bad one daniels but uh he's gonna be on the run because this defensive line is the best in the country they're going to have some dudes playing on sunday not too far in the future and uh i think this is going to be a hell of a game it's going to be one of the biggest games of the year both of these teams should be in the conversation come december january but i think clemson comes out on top and rolls through the season after that Agreed. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. FAU versus Florida Florida University. <laughs> uh, no, I'm out on that two, one. Two Florida schools was getting all confused. Yeah, no, I'm FAU, out on that one. Florida, yeah, same here. Um, can't make a bet on this one. I don't know if you have any opinions here. Just a quick pit stop. There's a lot of these 6:30 games that I'm I don't have anything on. Here. UTSA versus Illinois. Ah, yeah. It seems I, like everybody and their dogs on UTSA I know, money line. I know. And you see my shirt. If you don't understand the cryptic House thing, pain, and, baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm out on this one. Obviously, we can't bet it. I uh, took uh, some on the action app, some plus seven for Illinois. Those five points, it's another one that scares me on the five points. I think Illinois gets the win, but it sounds like UTSA has got a scrappy squad. And, uh, you know, I I think Brett Bielema is going to have them ready to go, Illinois that is, and win this game. But uh, I'm a little concerned about the minus five for Illinois. So as far as uh, giving out a pick, I'm going to stay away from that one as well. I would have to agree with you there too, partner. Happy to watch them and hopefully they get the win. Yeah, hopefully they do. But it definitely concerns me that everybody, for some reason, has an opinion I on know. UTSA. I know. Uh, Northwestern. Which makes me think maybe, hey, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's going to be an so. Illinois blowout. I, I don't know. So. I don't know. I hope so, but I will watch with bated yeah. breath and anticipation. Yeah. And I'm not an Illinois diehard like I am for some of my pro teams, but there's at least some type of fandom in there that's going to skew my opinion on them. So I'm staying away. Definitely, definitely. Uh, full go for Dak Prescott. No limitations, no problems. He is a full go for week one QB starter for the Dallas Cowboys. Nice, nice. Love to hear it. Great. Comeback player of the year, Dak. Let's get it going. Uh, Northwestern State at North Texas. Nope. Yeah, I got a lot of stayaways on these 630 games here. All right. I am nothing on the William & Mary in Virginia. Uh, NIU and Ja Tech, nothing there for no, me sir. either. Uh, East Tennessee and Vandy, no thanks. Nope. Kent State, Texas A&M, no thanks. Duquesne, Texas Christian, it's a great day to be a Duke, but no thank you. Uh, Southern <laughs> Miss at Southern Alabama. Anything for you here? No, sir. I was interested in Southern Alabama. I liked USA a lot last year. Okay. 
I just don't know if they're going to be able to get the job done as efficiently as they did last year. Okay. And I saw a shitload of people that I respect backing Southern Miss. So okay. I'm going to stay away from Got you staying away, yeah. Yeah. Next one up on, I know we both have a play, and I believe we're both on the same side. You got Louisiana State. Go Tigers! LSU versus UCLA and Chip Kelly looking like he has the boys ready to rock and roll. Partner, what side are you taking here? My man, I am going UCLA plus the, the three points. I love uh, Coach O. I think LSU should have a much better season this year than they did last year. But you're giving me that extra three points. I think it's going to be a close game. And, you know, much like you said about a different game earlier on in the show, there's a big experience difference here where UCLA is much more experienced than LSU. They've got a lot of talent. I think they have the edge and talent, just bona fide athleticism and skill set. But UCLA's guys have played a lot more football. They obviously had the momentum builder from last week. I like that them coming off of, obviously it's an inferior opponent, but I like them getting some of that rust off. Whereas LSU, I think might be stuck in the mud for the first, uh, you know, quarter and a half or so. So, and on top of that, I think UCLA has a squad this year. Chip Kelly, this is the most that he's talked up his team since he left Oregon, whether it's the NFL or here at UCLA. He hasn't said too much about him, but starting to get their name in the old national conversation a little bit. Start to get you thinking about them come December, January. And I think we see them. Uh, I think they get the win, but I think it's going to be close. So I'm uh, sticking with the safe three points here. Hey, just because it's fun to say, go Tigers! Yeah, seriously. But I am taking uh, UCLA yeah. plus two and a half, plus three as well. They surprised the shit out of me. Now, I know the Rainbow Warriors aren't elite competition no. like LSU, but the Rainbow Warriors should have been able to do something defensively, right. no question in my mind, and they had no answers. Chip Kelly and a visor, I ain't betting against yeah. it, boys and girls. Give me the Bruins plus two and a half, just and I like think, my partner. I think that looms large, man. The Getting the rust off you last week, they didn't look rusty at all. Sir, and uh, yeah, I sir. think LSU is going to be a little rusty. Most def. Uh, doubt you have one. I don't. Montana, Washington? No, sir. All right. How about Nevada at Cal? No, sir. Got nothing there. All right. Well, I do, actually. Do yeah. I certainly do. I am not big on the old Bears this year. Okay, the Golden Bears, eh? And I like the Wolfpack. Okay. I am uh, going to take them plus the points here. The Wolfpack were pretty damn dominant last year against the number, um, given these smaller numbers, these smaller point totals, and when they needed to get it done. They're actually 7-3 and three over their last 10, um, with uh, Cal being a little closer, but 5-4-1 five, five and, five, and one overall okay. in the last 10. So, I really like Nevada here. I think this ends up being a shootout. I think this goes back and forth for a long, long time. And then maybe even Nevada edges out and get the win. But I just don't think that Cal has the firepower against that Nevada defense. That Nevada defense is dirty, boys and girls. And I don't think Cal has the offensive firepower to get it done. So I will take the three and a half points. I would make Nevada the favorites in this game. So that's, that's why I got to take the points. That was actually one game where I, uh, you know, I didn't have too much of an opinion, kind of like I've been sticking with my Pac-12, but I was like, ah, maybe I'll come back this weekend. It's a 930 game. Maybe I'm up still uh, trying to get some more action and maybe <laughs> right. I'll look a little harder at that one because I do like it, especially if there's a hook of three plus three and a half. I might yeah, take yeah. that action. Yeah, I love that. So keeping it going. Oh, dude, no, you got to play out of this one. Bethune-Cookman and Texas ah, El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> ah, for sure. Uh, uh, NMSU, New Mexico State versus San Diego State, SDSU. Anything there? No, sir. Big old spread I don't want any part of. Yeah, I don't want any part of that either. I would be interested potentially in New Mexico State with how they perform. Or not, actually, no, UTEP beat the shit out of them yeah. last week, so never mind. Uh, I just think that that is a little bit too big for old SDSU. But All right. Whatever. Um, 
BYU Arizona. You mm. got any uh, any plays there? No, I don't. Another one that uh, comes Saturday, I might look a little harder at uh, to see if uh, you know if I want any action out of this game because oh. I am interested to watch it. But uh, well, I'll let I, you take care of it. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. You might have an additional reason as to why you might need to talk about this game on Saturday as well. Why is that? Well, it just so happens that I, you know, I mentioned earlier we have this new show coming out called Correct. Wise Wise Words. Correct. And you know, it connects you with wise guys sure. or or the most electric, sharpest, brightest minds in the sports gambling industry. Okay. Well, it just so happens that we're recording our first episode that releases on Monday, September the eighth. This Wednesday, September the eighth. Wednesday, September mm-hmm. the eighth. I apologize. Uh, on this Saturday. Correct. That that would be September the fourth, and our guest is actually going to be live mm, at that's right. the BYU that's right. and Arizona game. Well, hell, if he gives us a pick. Whoa, and wait. BYU and Arizona are playing at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. We're talking... We're having a conversation with somebody from Las Vegas? We may or may not be. Who could that be? Who's to say? Well, maybe you just have to tune into the first episode of Wise Words to uh, try and find out. Who's going to be hanging out at the BYU-Arizona game? And oh, maybe Saturday morning or maybe Sunday morning too, probably Sunday morning too, you might just see some picks clips with me, that guy, and the guest live in primetime. All right. Maybe he's got a BYU-Arizona game play. I don't know. But what I can't tell you is it's going to be damn good. But for now, I don't have a BYU-Arizona play. But I wanted to add that in there (laughs) for sure. Give you guys a little bit of a teaser. Something to look forward to. Uh, next game up on tap, Portland at Hawaii. No, thank you. I'm good to go on that. Utah State versus Washington State. The old Utah State. Those are not the Utes. I can't remember what the, uh, the old Utah is, but uh, Aggies. Aggies, They're yeah. the Aggies, uh, but I'm going to stay away from the 17. That's that's kind of, I almost put that in the Michigan, Western Michigan bracket. Same, Maybe. Same, uh, same little spread there, and I don't know that Utah State is that bad, but I'm going to stay yeah. away. Right. I, I don't have any interest in that game. Right. Uh, next game. That up about does it for tap. Saturday, I do believe. Yeah, that does it for Saturday. Um, few games here on Sunday. Um, actually, there is just the one game on Sunday, I do believe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Notre Dame at Florida State. Partner, any play out of this one for you? I know you're a little more confident. I am. Uh, I. I mean, it's gonna be the only game on Sunday night. So by Sunday night, I will certainly have a play. But uh, yeah, right now I am staying away. I wanted to get in on some early action. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I'll uh, share my thoughts after you do. Sure. I uh, wanted to get in on the early line here, and for a couple key reasons, I told mm-hmm. this to you before the show. Number one is it's Bobby Bowden night. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Bowden. Uh, the vibes and the energy and what is going to be coming out of that stadium know. come uh. Sunday night is going to be, I don't, I don't want to be a team that has to go in and play the Seminoles. Yeah. It is going to be coming down that's one of my favorite atmospheres it is going to be coming down especially no fans last year it's coming down not to mention notre dame sends ian book to the league sure i don't know too much about the new quarterback but generally they bring in somebody good new but i ain't heard any new waves or any new things coming Mm -hmm. out of there so with what i'm expecting to see from florida state in Florida State, Seminole territory, throwing down the bombs. No Campbell. I I gotta take Florida State plus a seven and a half. I think I uh, I I love this atmosphere. I'm just nervous because this Florida State team. This is a different 
era so of, taps i apologize yeah, this is a different era of i think notre dame do you think notre dame gets the win or do you think florida state pulls something off here I think Florida State could pull something off. Right. So I doubly am sorry, okay. G-Tax. Ah. I really apologize. I know you love your Irish, but it might be a rough week one start. Yeah, I. This is Florida State used to be one of my favorite teams to watch in the Jimbo Fisher and era. They did have a down year last year. They've had it down five years, man, and that's yeah. why I am. That's the biggest reason why I'm concerned. I, they've done nothing over the last five years to give me any trust to back them against a team in Notre Dame that has been, while they haven't gone over the top and uh, you know gone over the hill for the championship, they have been the epitome of consistency of being right around that top 10 uh, caliber school so that's really the biggest reason why i was leaning towards notre dame in the first place but it's gonna be I, I, if if it wasn't the only game on sunday i think i might probably stay away but um if it's the only game i'm gonna have to be talked into something but uh you know I, i'm torn on both sides here man because i love that atmosphere it might actually be my favorite college football atmosphere when it's rocking and it is going to be rocking so oh boy i, I don't know man we'll see you stay tuned it. i suppose uh, stay tuned <laughs> now uh so i i wanted to get the early value yeah. i think that that might tick down to six might even tick down to five i don't know but i wanted to get the full touchdown yep. i got the touchdown and the hook so if you like it too get that seven and a half locked in before sunday rolls around Last but not least, Monday's game. I actually do have a play out of this one because I'm a little concerned that the number does tick down. I'm going to take the Louisville Cardinals plus 10.5. Actually, I saw it already tick down to 10. It has lost the hook at a few books. So I like Louisville here. Main reason, I don't want to call it a fade of old Miss, old Miss, but they let it go a lot of their key players last year. And I think a lot of the public, especially on a Monday night game, headlining Ole Miss, they're going to remember last year. They're going to remember the production they had. And it's like, oh, shit, we got minus 10. Holy cow, they're going to win by 50. This is crazy. Can you believe it, Louisville? My goodness. And I just think Louisville is going to give them a hell of a run for their money. Right. And they are going to be able to stick with them defensively. They're going to be able to stick with them offensively. And I like the Cardinals plus 10 and a half. Now, I wouldn't play it under nine sure. if it goes sure, under sure, nine sure. which i could very well see it happening i mean i could see some sharp money being dropped on that but i'd keep it tentative right around the ten and a half there for the louisville cardinals on the monday game yeah i uh i hadn't looked at this i like what you said i think i might be talked into that i hadn't looked at this one too much with the with it being on monday i was kind of waiting uh, until monday i know i do like what you said about getting early because if it drops under 10 i've got no interest whatsoever so i think i might be talked into it with you i'm gonna have to take another look at it though all right so yeah uh if you were with my partner on those sunday monday plays take it tentative take it easy you know me i'm a little more aggressive i'm a little bit more let's get in that sunday a bitch and get it now if i like it so that's what i did for the sunday and monday games only two games not like i uh hammered in 15 right. more like i did on saturday right I mean, we might be having to have a little bit of a discussion if <laughs> i did that exact same thing on sunday and monday but that's the remaining college games for the rest of the weekend <laughs> well that was a show and a half sure we, sti was. we still got a little bit to get to here a little bit to discuss a little bit to talk about but for now that is all. Every single game broken down, whether we have a play in it or staying away in general, all of our college football week one picks for tonight all the way through Monday, baby. Now, if you missed any of them, you tuned in late, you don't feel like scrolling back through, going one by one, whatever the case might be, hey, 
just go check out TalkingTheLine.com on that Today's Best Bets tab, and you will see all of our best right bets bets best bets right there. Actually, you'll see the team logo as a widget, and you can hit that widget, and it'll take you to another landing page that allows you to bet our best bets of the day on whatever sports book you like and is legalized in your state. And if, oh, you don't have an account with that sports book yet, I've been kind of eyeing around. We have two books that offer a $250 sign-up oh, bonus through us. Really? And we have two books that offer a $500 deposit bonus through us. Sheesh. Maybe a little something-something for y'all to look at there. Maybe a little bit. Got, maybe if you ain't got a points bet or maybe you ain't got a little MGM, maybe take a little look on over there. Get you some free money courtesy of the TTL crew. And then while you're checking it out there, check out tallysite.com. We are part of one of the largest collectives of sports gambling experts and analysts and uh all across the board in the community we are part of the tally site community we are all in and throughout the leaderboards uh you can definitely see it there if you don't believe us uh on live and in prime time you can see our records we don't hide from it there and no question about it i have a very very firm belief in my heart ladies and gentlemen that by the end of this week one by the end of Saturday, probably by about 9 o'clock. And if you follow me on the Action app, even more, because you'll see some UFC plays as well. And oh, we're yeah. going to have a oh, yeah. damn weekend on UFC. I can promise you that probably about 9, 10 o'clock Saturday evening, you're going to really start questioning whether or not your wife, that is about six months pregnant with your firstborn child, if you're going to start naming them. Oh. <laughs> it's like, where the fuck are you going with this? Riley Colton. <laughs> First name Riley, first name Colton. Or maybe, maybe your last name's Smith. Who knows? You name him old R.C. Smith. R.C. Smith. R.C. Smith. I can promise you, you are going to want to name your firstborn child after the two of us, after the sheer bankrupting obliteration we do to the sports <laughs> like, books this weekend. Where the fuck are you going with this? <laughs> May just stick around there. Hopefully you guys got as confused as he did over there. <laughs> we brought it all back to center. So... That is everything. Uh, one other thing I wanted to uh, do before we get into the closing mag sidebar, motivation minutes, all the jazz, everything in between. Maybe he doesn't have one today. I don't know oh, what the case I, might be. He's got one today. All right. How about uh, before I do, minor, uh, I don't know if you care about this, partner, a little uh, NHL news for the first time in a hot minute. Uh, it appears that the NHL and the NHLPA, after NHL players were not allowed to go to the Olympics in 2020 or 2018. I apologize. It looks like uh, all things are cleared up and NHL players will be back in the Olympics in 2022. Not sure if you care about that at all, but uh, I've always been a big uh, uh, Olympic hockey fan when the NHL players are in it at the very Most least. Dead. So uh, I'm happy to hear that. Obviously, it really throws a wrench in the NHL season when they have to dip out in the middle of the season and kind yeah. of take a pause in the season. But uh, hey, it's only every four years and, uh, you know, Good old U.S. of A. has got to take down Canada one of these years here. Wow. Also, uh, T's and P's, family of David Patton. Uh, David yeah, Patton passed away at the age of 47 on Thursday. Um, wow. T's and P's. That's, whew, that's a heavy one. That's crazy. Um, but thank you. Thank you for stopping by all that and uh, getting my attention over there to some NHL action. That all being said, you might see I've been messing around a little something, something here in the old hands. Well, hey, just real quick, I got to remind you guys something because we had our friends <laughs> Kindly ask us to remind you of their presence. So that does it. All of the college football week one picks for us. You know where to find them now. Let's briefly talk about our favorite cubicle objects on this planet. 
The money line dice, ladies oh, and gentlemen. We oh, have missed you oh, dice. Oh my gosh. All right. So check it out, y'all. They're back in action. They're still alive. They're still in prime time. Everything's okay. It's all right. Nothing <laughs> nothing happened to them. It's all right. They've just had to take a little sleep, a little slumber. There wasn't enough plays for them to dish out. Sure. Now, what they wanted me to... Are you sure? Are, are you sure? They say... They got a 10-0 hot streak coming out the fucking gate as soon as they come back. That's lofty. They they tell me 10-0 hot lofty. streak. 10-0, eh? I say okay. I say fine. I say if we get better than 60%, I'm okay with that too, Dice. But if you want to come on a 10-0 heater, that's okay. We actually look back. They were pretty they were fucking hot damn on baseball. close to that at the uh, at the <laughs> kind of the fucking end hot on we, baseball, dude. we switched over to the, uh, the NFL special editions, yeah, they were getting hot. So... With all the action going on this weekend, 83 games as of yesterday, now uh, somewhere around 70-ish, I don't know exactly where it is now, but haven't done the math. Either way, we wanted to bring them back today, but just too much random nonsense, too many big spreads, and any of the spreads we really liked, we didn't want to toss right. it on a dice roll. Right. And I suppose we could do for our TTL showdowns, but then that's going to make the dice, well, one of us hate the dice, and we don't want to ever do that. No, so no. we're going to save them for today. They will be coming back around the bend. On Thursday's show. Yes, sir. On Friday's show. Yes, on sir. Monday's show. Every show after that, the Moneyline Dice will be back live in primetime action. And we will continue to cash tickets with the best cubicle objects on this damn planet. I love them, baby. They might, uh, excuse me, they'll probably have to hammer in some MLB bets on a few of these uh, no football days coming up. They very well might. We just might have to see what happens there. They but were uh, one of the hotter MLB cappers in the fucking world on yes, MLB as we stopped they there. they were. Not even kidding. Now, that being said, <laughs> if you don't want to wait around, you don't want to wait for our good friends of the dice that stick with us at the TTL Production Studios day in and day out. And you want to get your own set because you're ready to start rolling now and start cashing tickets and letting these dice work their magic for you. Let me tell you, my friends, we got a nice, easy way for you to get them. And we actually give you a little bit of a kicker on the side, too. Head on over to this episode's description. You're going to see the MoneylineDice.com website. Hit that bad boy. Takes you right to their website. Pick out whatever you want. Nothing's off limits. You just want a nice set of dice for show. But they got some sick-ass merch. They got some tracking books. They got some MMA scorecards. They got everything you need as a degenerate. I can promise you that. Now, once you get all into your uh, checkout, your cart, you know, you're rocking and rolling. You say, all right, I'm ready to pay, but... Why'd they send me here? I ain't got, I'm just paying full price. No, no, you're not anymore, my friends. Enter code TTL10, TTL10 at checkout for 10% off your first order at moneylinedice.com. Start rolling right alongside the crew and our favorite cubicle objects, and we'll meet you at the pay window before you effing know it. Get your own set. I'm telling you, we had them before we even brought them on the show, yeah. and we partnered with them because we absolutely love them. Get your own set. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Hey, been a Thank long time. Dice. Thank you, Dice. No plays, but nice showing from the Thank Dice. You dice. Thank always. you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. All right. So there we are, my friends. That is now just your reminder for the Moneyline Dice. They will be coming back in all of college football. We're looking real good right here, partner. Usual hour and a half seems to be just about Not the time. Not bad at all. So with that all being said, Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 117 on the Talking the Line podcast on this 
beautiful September 3rd, 2021. Uh, nothing crazy here, my man. Got to have some college football-themed stuff, oh, though, for you. Lay it on me. For those, well, first of all, I was trying to, uh, you know, I had a decent idea, but I was trying to figure out, like, oh, let's uh, give an update on the uh, all-time college football championship list because college football has been around since before old 1900. Alabama, it was like, eh, there's been so many different iterations of, Who's, they're not on top. That's the uh, Princeton, Yale are way up there because they had because really? it was like 1875 to 1920. Oh. They were sick, so they they racked up so yeah, many. You know, but also before the old was, 1870, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the old 1878 Yale team was a squad, man. But uh, the other issue was that they were like, probably cashing right. all doggone shillings back in those days. Because one thing was like, oh, Yale is the most with 18, and then another thing so like, okay, well, sometimes random, you know, not random schools, but sometimes a couple different schools claimed a national title because there wasn't an actual national title game. They all went undefeated, so didn't have that one. You got something to cut in, though? Uh, just briefly, if you are interested, you know our NFL special editions. We love SFA, Sharp Football Analysis. He's actually hosting a Twitter Spaces today. Mm. I got in the last one he did that was absolutely electric. It's at 1 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, so it's coming up here at noon. So definitely, forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. so definitely Typically something. got some discounts if you're trying to. Yeah, yeah, definitely something you might want to pop in there. But please continue. Of course. So I got two other things here that I actually have some tangibles on. You know, I'm a Big Ten homer. Big Ten titles all time for football. You know, the top two are obviously pretty obvious. Michigan still leading the pack with forty-two Big Ten titles. Haven't done it since two thousand four though, because Ohio State's got thirty-nine and they've been racking them up. Big old drop-off after that. Minnesota is actually number three, surprisingly enough. They haven't done it since 1967, though. Mm. Our boys, Illinois, is actually number four, but uh, half of them were, they've had 15 titles. Half of them were before 1930, though. And the last one was 2001. Uh, Got a squad once, uh, you know, about once a decade. Uh, Hasn't been this past decade, so we're about due for it. But uh, Wisconsin comes in next at 14, and then... uh, Nice little hodgepodge of uh, you know, after that. So domination from Ohio State, and it's going to continue. They're going to pass up Michigan here pretty soon. So that's it for the Big Ten. And then uh, the only other thing I was interested in learning about, because I hadn't, uh, I didn't know the update, most Heismans by school, uh, there's four, three teams that are tied with seven. Can you take a guess at who those three teams are? I'll help you out. It's not Bama. Okay, so three teams tied at seven? Tied with seven uh, players that have won a Heisman. Tied with seven players that have won a Heisman, and so I actually three so schools. They could be four, so. I'll say I'll save you one. USC it has six, but it has an asterisk. So I don't know if that's docking them one for Reggie Bush or if that's six plus the asterisk for Reggie Bush. So I'll save you that one. And okay. they have six technically. I don't know if that with a dock or that's still just keeping his asterisk one in there. So three of them on there. Big three big programs. So I'll help you out with that one as well. Okay. So. I'm going to go, so Alabama, you said, was one of them. No, they were not they one were of not them. They were not one of them, and USC was the asterisk. Wow. This and they is have six, hard. so there's three other schools that definitely have seven. Florida? Nope. They have three. Uh, Bama and Florida have three. Okay. Whoa. This is Three big schools. Michigan. No, they also have three. Wow. Damn. So I'm on the fucking threes. Um... One more shot. I'll go. Uh, this doesn't sound right at all, but Texas? Nope. Nah. What do we got? Notre Dame. Okay. Ohio State. Oh. And Oklahoma. 
how was I missing Ohio State? I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, like I mentioned, USC asterisk with six. So I don't know if that is seven without Reggie Bush uh, or six with him. Bama, Army, Auburn, Florida, FSU, Michigan, and Nebraska all got three. And then it's, uh, you know, randomness after that. All right. Well, there we go. There we have it. Uh, If we do experience any buffering issues, I apologize. I don't know why the hell we are. Everything seems to be good on my end, but YouTube says, oh, it's not good enough. So as per usual, YouTube doesn't want you to have motivation. YouTube doesn't want you to have inspiration. I know these might be lofty claims, but it often seems when it comes time for Colts Motivation Minutes, everything just starts hitting the fan. I don't really understand it, but I'm going to keep dropping down inspiration and motivation to you guys just the only way i know how because ain't nobody stopping me i don't even care if it's how we produce our content i'm gonna keep dropping those down to you so ladies and gentlemen without further ado it is time to send you folks about your weekends with just a little extra inspiration motivation in what you all have come to know and love colts motivation minutes now this one uh yesterday obviously if you tuned in your head might still be spinning Gave you some rabbit holes to go down. Gave you some thoughts to think about. Uh, definitely spent a lot of time just kind of present moment building that mental image of how we started the week, looking in the past, how we moved on into the future, and then how we got to where we are right on our path and taking stock of the roses and what you acquire is more important than what you or what you become is more important than what you acquire. So a lot of thought has been had this entire week, and we've been having some uh, pretty serious ones. So I wanted to kind of plug somebody that I look up to and then also share a little bit um, from their actually some of their content from today. Um, I've talked about them before on the show, but this is the Daily Coach yet again. Uh, Michael Lombardi and then a few other guys over there uh, kind of put it out in the world. I'm going to put it out live and in prime time. I'm going to try and get Michael Lombardi live for some motivation minutes here someday. I'm going to see what we can do. I want to talk to the legendary Paisan, not only about this, but also some football action. Yeah, he also happens to know football and He also happens to know everything that we know everything about. He fits in pretty well to what we got here. Fits in pretty well with the TTL Sports Media crew. So... On every Friday, they, they do uh, Notes of the Elder, mm-hmm. and it's a, kind of a compilation of a bunch of different quotes, some thought-provoking quotes, some thought-provoking action items, different stuff like that. And it's much longer than what I kind of picked out, sure. but I made a joke to you. I said, man, it's almost like the guys at the Daily Coach <laughs> watch my Motivation Minutes, and then they put together Notes of an Elder after they watch all my minutes Their for own the spin week. spin on it. So I had picked out a few that I thought built on kind of what we've talked about already this week and also kind of some things to think about as you go into the weekend and kind of start to maybe choose your own happiness and start to pursue these paths and do your own thing. Some things that you should think about. So the first quote I wanted to share with you guys, when things go wrong, skip who is to blame. Hello. That one will get you real nice and fast. Stop trying to point the finger. Stop trying to even say, oh, it's my fault. Or, oh, Riley, that's all your fault. Just, what's the solution? What can we do? How can we fix this? How can we get better? How can we improve? Always, when something goes wrong, skip who is to blame. Be the author of your life. Talked about it all last week. Choosing your own happiness. You're in charge of your own happiness. Stop living your lives in chains. Take that key out of your back pocket, unlock that lock, and start achieving and pursuing 
like you never have before. Now is your time. Now is your time to go. Be the author of your own life. Lead people in a manner that allows them to become leaders themselves. Don't be a leader that people shy away from. Don't be a leader that people are afraid to approach and ask for help. Be that leader that isn't afraid to roll up the sleeves and get down and dirty on the shop floor with the peons when you should be sitting up in the high castle. You can equate that to anything you want, but lead people in a manner that allows them to lead others themselves. Live the behaviors necessary to do extraordinary things. What have I talked about all week? What do I talk about all the time? It takes this mindset to achieve the extraordinary. It takes this mindset to be willing to step out on the cliff's edge, throw your wings up in the air, and try and figure out if you can fly. You have to be willing to make those sacrifices, to live more disciplined than others, to choose the dangerous path when everybody else walks on the safe. But I can promise you, if you want to achieve, you're going to have to live the behaviors necessary to do extraordinary things. Question everything you are doing. Whether you think it's right, whether you think it's wrong, look at it ob objectively. Look at it from a totally unbiased view. Are what you're doing really, really worthwhile and valuable? Or are you just doing it because you think it's a good idea? Where are you at now? Are you continually improving? Are you looking inwardly and questioning everything you do to help yourself get further and further and bigger and better every day? Or are you just stuck in the same old monotony thinking that your way is the only way and, and everybody else can go on the highway? So remember, question everything you are doing. And last but certainly not least, this is how they always end every Notes of the Elder and it's with a very powerful question. Almost every single time, it's very, very powerful. Very few times have I come across and been like, ah, that didn't really mean much. Question of the day. Why do I get up each morning? And my friends, I'm here to tell you, if you can't look yourself in the mirror and give yourself an honest answer, it's time to start making some changes. It's time to start reassessing where you're at. It's time to start questioning everything you've been doing. It's time to start living the behaviors necessary to start living an extraordinary life. Why do you get up every morning? I get up every morning to provide the most value, the most energy, and the most positivity I can to you guys and to anyone who might consume our content. I get up to try and bring a different message and a different perspective to the industry that we have, especially that of content creation, which is so downtrodden with negativity. I have my why. I didn't. I was stuck in the corporate monotony. I thought that was the only way that I could live. But I decided to unlock my chains, and I found a whole new reason to get up every single morning, and it only gets stronger and stronger every day. So ask yourself, why do you get up every morning? I know those are some stuff to think about. Maybe I just sent you down some more rabbit holes. It kind of tends to be what I do. You know old Colt over here at the Motivation Minutes. But I hope those gave you some 
powerful thoughts to think about throughout the weekend till I see you again on Monday. And once again, kind of add that validity to what I say. Obviously, I don't get paid to be a motivational speaker. Obviously, I don't have a huge name as a motivational speaker. Obviously. But what I can tell you is when I find people that I look up to saying the same exact things I'm saying after I say them, one, it's a whole full circle destiny moment for me. But they're saying it too. So I can't be as dumb as I look. But all that being said, my friends, that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Good stuff, my man. I'll go back to that first one. That's the one that I, uh, that's, I mean, I all stand out to me. That's the one that I like to think that I've been living by for, uh, you know, especially as I get older here, instead of, you know, yelling at if, whatever the situation is, whether you're yelling at each other, this and that, it's like, all right, well, yeah, that did happen, but how do we get ourselves out of it? We're just wasting time yelling at each other or you're yelling at me, I'm yelling at you. Instead of that, let's figure out the fucking solution and figure out where we need to go next. Damn straight, my friends. And I know there really wasn't uh overarching sure. theme as there typically is but maybe there kind of was maybe and this is why I, you know i as uh you know we've been doing this i've tailed off on reading these on a daily basis but this is one where i do really really enjoy these because and these are short and sweet yeah short and sweet but also maybe because there's some days where it doesn't i don't feel like it applies to these messages not yours uh that they don't quite apply to me whereas these ones you know you give them i don't know if it's 10 to 15 typically that they give down or so typically what they do i pulled out what five there right and right the, and the i can't question. remember so they usually do like 10 in one section that has one overarching theme mm. then they do like a call to action section right, that right, has right. like five to seven yeah. and then they do a whole nother overarching theme of 10 so i just pulled out those there's so much more to this and it's so easy guys you seriously this is a free plug i just love these guys so much mm -hmm. and i think we all need more inspiration and motivation sure. in our lives and it's such an easy read in the morning they send it to your email, this newsletter, The Daily Coach, every morning at 7 a.m. Go to substack.com uh, or substack.thedailycoach.com, mm -hmm. and you'll be right there. All you got to do is toss in your email. They don't send spam. Probably they just, just do Google all... Daily Coach. Yeah, you, you can, can probably do it. that too. Or if you're on Twitter, just The Daily Coach, right. at The Daily Coach, and uh, they have all their stuff there too. So it is worthwhile. I love right. always plugging them. I, may, I might make Fridays kind of... Notes of the Elder pull sure. out, kind of show you guys some things, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, the reason why I like it, though, is because out of 10, 15, there's a good chance that at the very least, if not close to all of them, there's at least, you know, five that are going to apply to you, and you're gonna they're going to make you think. So that's why I like these on Fridays. Bingo. And there were those five, baby. So that now officially, officially does it for my motivation minutes of the day. All righty, righty. All right. Well, we are only three minutes past time. We absolutely crushed it today, partner. Nothing but value across the boards. If you missed any of our best bets of the day, go on, head on back, scroll through. They are in time-wise order. So if you hear a Pacific team and you're like, oh, shit, the game that I won is two after that. Just scroll on a little on through and it's going to be right there. It's just we went straight down the slate, baby. Friday through Sunday. But if you weren't able to watch live, you don't want to go all the way through, whatever the case might be, hey, just always stop by the Action Network app. Always as a reminder at cash underscore with underscore colt at our mags in all caps talking the line best bets at talking the line or you can just find it all talking the line.com slash today's dash best dash bets that all being said my friends man does it feel good to be back a couple of reminders before we send you on your way the only way we know how uh we do have the last nfl special edition coming up on wednesday 
September the 8th. Correcto. Uh, so Monday we'll be back to NFL special editions as usual. Uh, we have the Buccaneers, the Titans, and then the football team. And then we are done. We are over. It's a wrap. We did all of them. 30 official NFL special editions. We did two where we did the double trouble yep. team. So we got that knocked out. I've been enjoying them, man, but uh, I this feels am good. Ready. This feels Ooh. good. I'm telling you, this feels good. This feels better but than good. This feels great. <laughs> this feels, this feels spectacular. But what I'm telling you is that uh, after that final NFL special edition mm-hmm. of the Washington football team, sometime around 1.30, 2 o'clock in that ballpark-ish area, maybe a little bit earlier, we will be releasing the first episode of our new podcast wise words you'll be able to find it on any major podcast directory just like you can find the talking the line podcast the ttl pod is not going anywhere we'll still be live 10 a.m to 11 30 a.m every single day with the recording staying posted all that jazz but every single wednesday starting on the 8th from there on out we will have a brand new guest within the world of sports gambling or sports media whatever the case might be You might hear somebody from golf. You might hear somebody from the world of MMA, maybe professional handicappers, maybe professional odds and line setters. Who knows who you're going to see? Oh, maybe even a deputy editor editor of the biggest sports gambling presence on the planet. Dare I say worldwide leader. Wowza. Oh, wowza. Worldwide leader. Huh. All that being said... Hmm. Nothing but subtle hints for you here today, my friends. And if you don't believe it, you're going to have to just tune in and find out. But worldwide leader might be might be something important. But what I will tell you is that that bad boy's coming out. We cannot wait no. to bring it to you. We are recording our first episode tomorrow yes, with sir. our guest, Absolute Nuclear Power Plant. You are not going to want to miss this because you might see these people's personalities up on the big screen and their opinions and what they do when they got to be buttoned up suits at their nice corporate jobs in this world. But hey, you know us. We ain't suits. We keep it back. We kick it back. We make it nice and easy and relaxed. This is going to give them an opportunity to do the same exact thing and share some of the, the, I don't even want to say deep, dark secrets, but some of their personal lives and how they got to where they are now so i cannot wait to share this with you guys i mean tips tricks how they got to where they're at everything in between you guys are going to be able to learn about it i can't wait to bring it to you so one more time first episode season one episode one wise words live on every major podcast directory and in our youtube playlist you'll soon see that as well on next wednesday september the 8th wise words is live oh baby i'm ready all right so there it is ladies and gentlemen that is that final reminder and then nine nine we will be back to business as usual uh that will be the first thursday uh reminder hey 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 if you haven't seen it it's a 50 dollars max bet but go to draftkingsportsbook.com and hammer that spread the box is at plus 74 last time i 73 or 74 not only that that one's a 50 dollars. you can also get a 25 dollars max um on them it is now like over 10 if i'm not wrong clemson georgia they did a i don't know what they actually 
Hammer the over. Hammer the over. There you go. So it is down to over 10 points at plus 100. $25 max bet. Free $25. Okay. Unless uh, unless it's uh, like a six to nothing game, which I can't imagine it's going to be. So Don't think free that money. Free money all over DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you go check that bad boy out. Uh, but Thursday show, we will have uh, kind of that first Thursday special edition. Correct and them. then Friday, we'll probably do something kind of similar to like what we did today as far as just going yeah. down the slate. Hey, you got any play here? You got any play here? Whatever the case might be. Might but, have to steam down the tracks a little quicker with both NFL and college. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Well, who knows what's going on officially? What might be happening? Maybe we'll just have our own best bets of the day. Who knows Possibly. what's all happening? But it is coming quick, fast, and in a hurry, and we are going to be running to the window more often than not. Yeah, baby. So, that all being said, I've kept you guys here long enough. You know all the updates. You know everything. We're eight minutes past time. Sometimes we get a little windy We're after excited, hours. Man. We're excited. We're excited. <laughs> We're cashing tickets tonight. We're cashing tickets tomorrow. We're cashing tickets tomorrow night. We're cashing tickets Sunday. We're cashing tickets Sunday night. And then if you want to keep the train rolling, you know what's going into Monday through the next Sunday. And then until infinity, we're cashing damn tickets. But for now. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, from myself and Mags, thank you so much for stopping by episode number 117 of the Talking the Line podcast. And boy, oh boy, does it feel good to be back hammering in bets with the TTL crew. You guys are the best. From the bottom of our hearts, we can't tell you how much we appreciate your support, your following, and everything you guys do to help us keep making TTL Sports Media bigger and better. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Friday, unless you have other plans. A terrific start to your weekend. Don't go too overload on college football, but then again, go right ahead because we will as well. Make sure you get those best bets of the day hammered in and we'll meet you at the pay window so soon you can say right alongside with us, let's cash. Damn, that feels good. Some tickets.